Welcome 2020. It is a new decade. I am your host, Lauren, and you are listening to Empowered with Lauren. A new year means new year resolutions, a better, stronger version of you. And fitness is the number one resolution people make each January. January, the biggest month for gym and exercise membership, as well as it is the highest in sales for exercise equipment. Unfortunately, though, the reality is the statistics show that only 8% of people stick to their fitness resolutions. Only 8%. That means 92% of people fail. They usually quit within the first three to five weeks that they begin. So today, I want to make sure that each and every one of you listening have the tools to make your fitness resolution come to fruition. And we are going to do this by breaking fitness myths, breaking diet myths, and talking about how certain clothes or certain choices you make that will make you look leaner and stronger and what type of clothing that maybe you should stay away from. So usually at this point in the show, I would be introducing some fabulous expert and going through their credentials. So da-da-da, I need to introduce myself. I know that sounds weird, but as many of you know, fitness is what I eat, breathe, and sleep. And for those who, you do, who do not know that, I think it's important for you to hear some of my accolades without sounding arrogant or being a narcissist, but I want you to know that the tips that you are getting, you're getting them from a regarded fitness, a well-regarded fitness expert with over 25 years of experience, and fitness really has been my life. So here we go, a little background about myself. I'm the founder of the nation's first and only indoor obstacle confidence course called Pure Power Bootcamp. Pure Power was open for 12 years, three locations, licensed to franchise in 44 states. I, along with my former Marines, my team that I trained personally, conditioned thousands of people of all shapes, sizes, and levels. I worked with beginners to elite athletes to achieve their fitness goals, as well as to manage or fix major weight issues. I've had to deal with all different types of clients, with all different types of personalities, different triggers, different health issues. You name it, I've worked with it. I had the honor to be a paid fitness contributor on the Today Show. I was on weekly or bi-weekly. CNN's Anderson Cooper named me the number one entrepreneur making an impact on the nation, and that was due to the tremendous success the clients were receiving at Pure Power and their testimonials. And Pure Power Bootcamp also had a 91% retention rate that is unheard of in the fitness industry. Uh, The Mike and Juliet Show, which is on Fox, named me number one trainer on the East Coast, and that was after a huge competition. I have appeared on QVC several times selling my patent fitness product called Power Jumpers. I've appeared in over 20 or so reality shows as a fitness expert. And throughout the years, 
I've had the honor and the privilege to be called in for every morning show or news show for the beginning of January to go through exactly what we are going to talk about today. And that is the the basic fitness tips, the do's and don'ts to set you up for success, to live a healthier, more fit lifestyle. Okay, we got that out of the way. That was a little awkward introducing myself. Made me a tad uncomfortable, but we're done with that. So let's begin. Number one, joining a group fitness program or training with a partner will exponentially greaten your chance of sticking with a fitness regimen than if you do it, say, by yourself. Training with a team or in a group environment gets you to stick with something for a few different reasons. Energy breeds energy. If you're in a class and you are exhausted and you don't think you could go anymore and you're done and you look to the left of you, you look to the right of you, you look in front of you and other people, they keep going. Human nature is that it makes you want to go a step further. That if you were training alone, it's very easy just to say, I'm done, right? If something comes up that day and you're supposed to train alone, it's very easy to say, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. So rule number one, join a group program or team up with a fitness partner so you have accountability. This is one of the greatest reasons why Pure Power was success. People had to train in a platoon. The accountability, the fact that people were cheering for you, no matter if you're five or 85, people love accolades. People love to be recognized. People love to have their name called. People want reinforcement. A group setting will give you that. Okay. Number two, listen carefully to this one. It's really important. Throw your scale out. That's right. Smash that puppy to smithereens. It'll be completely liberating. Your scale is your enemy. That baby is not your friend. Bottom line, muscle weighs more than fat. It is all about the inches, not about the pounds. That is a total misconception. Do not get on the scale every day. Don't get on weekly. Don't get on the scale unless you're in your doctor's office. You don't walk around with your weight stamped on your forehead. So stop obsessing over it. All it does is play games with your emotions. The best barometer is your genes. That's right, baby. Your jeans don't lie. Go into your closet and put on a pair of your favorite jeans. That is going to tell you what you need to do, where you're, where you're at, and where you want to be. So while we're on the topic of weight and pounds, same thing over the size. Ladies, Stop obsessing over what clothing size you squeeze yourself into. The operative word here is squeeze. So if you're really a size eight, I don't know any woman that doesn't do this um, unless you're really an athlete. Women are so obsessed with their clothing size that if they're a size eight or even a size 10, they keep telling them that they're wearing a size four and they actually put themselves in a size four. It doesn't do you any favors. It makes you look 
heavier. Just because you could squeeze yourself in it, A, you look like you're uncomfortable, and seeing every line in your leg and seeing the, the extra skin is hanging over or squeezing so tightly because the jeans are too tight. When in doubt, take a size up. It will make you look leaner. The lines will look cleaner. You'll look more fit and you'll be more comfortable. If you are more comfortable, you will present yourself much more confidently, especially if you're wearing white jeans. White is usually not your friend either. And most people, especially in the summer, most women want to wear white. If you're wearing white, remember, it shows every line in your body, in your legs. Definitely take a size up. If you're one of these women that are so worried if you're going to be hooking up with someone that night and your pants are on the floor and you keep thinking that when you go to the bathroom or if you fall asleep, that that person that you're hooking up with is checking your clothing pant size to see what pant size you're actually wearing, that's a little crazy in itself. But if it makes you feel better, clip out the size 8 or size 10 and sew in a size 4 if that makes you feel better. But take the size 8, you will look better. No, when you see a woman with a hot, slamming body, you don't walk over to her and say, what clothing size are you in? It doesn't matter what, it, what, what the number is. What it matters is what looks right on you. What's the best presentation you can put forth? Make the right choices. That's number two. Number three, the outfit doesn't wear you. You wear the outfit. For example, if you see a provocative or risque type of outfit on a hanger and you want to be or think that that's going to be sexy, if you're not comfortable in it, don't wear it. So I wear crazy outfits all the time. I have two, two levels. I'm either in sweats with my hair on top of my, my head or I'm dressed to the nines in some crazy outfit. But if I'm going to wear that crazy outfit, I better own it. So what I'm trying to say is if you're fidgeting or you're pulling something down because it's too short or you're pulling something up because it's too low and you are so self-conscious that when you walk in the room, that outfit is wearing you, that's not the outfit for you. The only thing that makes you look sexy is if you feel sexy and you have to decide and pick what feels good for you. No one else can tell you that. They can give you their opinion, but you have to feel right wearing it. Okay. Number four, you want to train at the same time of day if possible. You want to set a routine. I always tell clients that morning is definitely the preferred time. It starts your day off on a positive note. It gives you that burst of energy, and you make healthier food choices. You eliminate excuses or reasons not to train. For example, a work situation comes up. If you're supposed to train at night, a friend calls you and says, let's go for dinner, let's go for drinks. 
or you're just exhausted. And if you also plan on training at night, your food choices are different because we could eat junk thinking in your head that, you know what, I'm going to train later, so I'll, I'll get rid of this once I train so I could eat, like, eat, eat crap all day long. It's better if you start your day off clean slate, no excuses in the morning. Do the best you can do to train in the morning. Number five, you need to train at least three to four times per week to get real results. In Pure Power Days, I would not let a client sign up if he or she could not commit to at least three days a week. I prefer four. Real results take real time. You see, clients were my best advertising, and I knew training less than three days a week, they would not get the results. So it is all about muscle memory, repetition, repetition, repetition. It takes at least six to eight weeks to see real results, and I want you to set attainable goals, small goals that you can reach and that you get excited to reach. And so when you get that goal, you want to then continue. If you set something that's unattainable, what are you going to do? You're going to quit. So we want to approach everything from a positive note. And when you, when you set goals that are real, that you can actually obtain, it makes you then work harder and it makes you want to continue. So think things on a positive side, not coming from a place of negativity. That's so important. We are building a foundation. It's just like building a house. If the foundation of the house isn't strong, the house collapses. Real results that you can sustain, and the key word is sustain, take real effort. Now, this leads me to fad diets and cleanses. Number six, each one of us, we are made up physically differently, emotionally differently, and spiritually differently. That means that no one diet is right for everyone. So you can't say that, that all carbs are bad. That's BS. I'm an athlete. I train hard. I train daily. I'm either playing a sport, I'm playing tennis, I'm working out. My body needs carbs, or I shake and I feel lousy. So it depends on who you are. Carbs are not for everyone, but you can't make a blanket statement that one diet is right for everyone. It's also that there's all these different myths. So the myth of eating six small meals a day. I am not a believer in that at all. Why? That makes you consume. That's all you think about. It's obsessive is eating, is food, is food. Food shouldn't be the only thing you think about all day long. So if you're having to eat six times a day, to me, that sounds a little insane. If it works for you, that's great. But I would not suggest that for anyone. So the one thing I do think is important and I believe works very well is after you work out, whether it's in a group setting or with your buddy or you're uh, playing a sport, 
you want to get protein into your body within 25 minutes of that workout or that fitness program, whatever you did. This refuels or fuels your muscle. It also is good nourishment and it's a reward. So within 25 minutes of you working out, get protein into your body. I also want you to think water, water, water. Drink tons of water. I would like if I if you could stay away from beer or soda. I don't care if it's a diet soda, stay away from soda. It is not your friend. Nor is diet iced tea or diet lemonade. Drink water if you can. I'd like you to stay away from protein bars. Protein bars should be avoided unless you're desperate, you're in a pinch, you're at a meeting, you didn't get a chance, you're, you're off your routine, and you need to get something into your system. On a regular basis, though, protein bars should not be your meal replacement. They usually make people bloated and gassy. Two things, no bueno, not good. No one wants to feel bloated, and no one surely wants to feel gassy. Now, let's talk about cleanses. Here's the deal. If you have a wedding or a reunion or some monumental event that you need to have a drastic loss in inches and you didn't train or you didn't do your fitness workout, yes, you can achieve crazy results by doing a cleanse. But I want you to keep something in mind and really think about it. Nine out of ten people, after the cleanse is over, and they start eating food, they will gain all the weight back plus 5 to 12 pounds or more. So think about that. Is that worth it for you? It's not good for your metabolism, and it's putting a tremendous amount of strain on your body. Fad diets or shortcuts are usually not the way to go. Again, Real results that you can sustain take real work. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Number seven, my favorite part of the body. I actually have two favorite parts. But number seven, your abs. It is the one part of your body that you can do, that you can train every day. I do my abs seven days a week, 365 days a year unless I'm running a fever, my body is on the floor doing an ab routine anywhere from 15 to 20, 21 minutes. And if that's the only thing you can do, do your abs every single day. That is where your power comes from. That is where you are burning your inches. That is what you see in your clothes. So here's what I want you to keep in mind, though, because you're going to forget this. There is an ab routine that you could do, and I could post it. If you're interested in it, write to me, email me, and I'll go through where you can reach me to do it after the podcast. And every single day, you're going to do these abs. Within the first 10 to 12 days, your stomach is going to feel bloated. You're then going to start cursing me, thinking, what's going on with me? My stomach's getting bigger. 
It's the blood pumping to your belly. It's just like if you were lifting weights on your bicep the bu- and the f- blood flow goes and that pump comes up in your arms, your arms look a little swollen, that gets you that cool pump. Same thing that happens with your abs. If you do your abs 15 to 20 minutes a day, like I'm talking about, you are going to have your belly swell up. It's going to last anywhere between two to four days, and then it's just going to go down, and you're going to see results. Give yourself three weeks, approximately, give or take, to see the difference in your abs, see the difference in your inches. It is the most powerful thing, most powerful part of your body to work every day. And you can engage your core muscles throughout the day. If you're sitting at your desk, I want you to sit up straight, shoulders back, and I want you to engage your left oblique, which is your left side of your abdominal. Then I want you to do the same thing on your right side. You're going to do that 15 times for four sets. That is pure power, and you are actually burning inches and burning fat in your belly. You could be engaging your core while you're walking down the street. Your core is your power place. That's where it all stems. Number eight, posture. Posture and abs go hand in hand. If your abs, your core is strong, then your posture is usually great. Posture is the first thing people see when you walk into a room. Shoulders back, head up, stomach tight. A strong posture makes you look confident, leaner, and powerful. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of what you are and own it. The other thing I want you to work on while you're working on posture, if you're walking through a store, how you walk, I want you to walk heel toe and engage your buttocks. You could be working my other favorite part of the body, which is the butt. Nothing like a nice, tight, tushy. Heel toe your feet when you're walking and fire up your buttocks muscles. You're going to go left buttocks, right buttocks, left, right, but left, right fast twitching muscle. I want you to do that for 60 seconds at least four to five times a day. You will see a tighter, firmer butt as well as it will help you with your posture. So remember, strong core, better posture, better for your tushy. Number nine, make active choices. For example, if there if there's an elevator, an escalator, or stairs, and you're in the building, and you need to go to a doctor's office, and that doctor is on the fourth floor or below, I want you to take the stairs. Be an active participant living a healthy, more fit lifestyle. So the stairs Be grateful that you could actually walk and climb those stairs. Every day that you could do something with your body 
It's a gift. Remember that. Celebrate that. Take the stairs if you're obviously only if you're in a, a safe environment. Don't take the stairs if it's not lit, if it's too far away from uh, public from people. I only want you to be in a safe environment. Number 10. This is a good one. We need to break the misconception about sweat. So many women feel that sweating is masculine or it's not ladylike or it's disgusting. Sweating is hot, literally. I love to sweat. In fact, I work out even in the summer. I train with layers on. People think, Lauren, are you modest, baby? I'm not modest. <laughs> oh, no. I'm definitely not modest. I like to be uncomfortable because it gives me that edge. It makes me work harder. That's my trigger. Doesn't necessarily mean it's your trigger, but I love to sweat. And sweating does a few amazing things. Number one, it shows that you actually did something, that you put the work in. For example, just showing up is not going to get you the results. It's how you show up and how you work. If you don't just if you don't put yourself in it and you don't train hard and you're just going through the motions, then you're wasting your time and you're wasting your energy, you're wasting your money. Don't bother. Two people can take the same class. One comes out saturated in sweat and the other one comes out looking like she's ready to go to a wedding. Yes, some people sweat more than others. I sweat like a beast. But that doesn't mean that you should walk out of a, a boxing class or a spinning class or a body sculpting class with just a little glisten on your face. You should have to change your clothes. If you don't change your clothes, then, sister, you didn't work hard enough. And I'm telling you it and keeping it real. Sweating is awesome. It's an actual moisturizer for your skin. So think about all the uh, products that you're saving on anti-aging. It conditions and moisturizes your skin. It rids your body of toxins. And it shows that you actually did something. So embrace sweat. So, ladies, we just went through 10 tips that hopefully will be food for thought and they will help inspire you to keep your fitness resolution. I truly hope you kick ass not just for January, but you sustain it throughout the year. I also want you to keep in mind that if you are working out three to four times a week and you are eating balanced meals, and the inches are not coming off, I want you to consult an endocrinologist and check your thyroid. We want to make sure that we are setting you up to succeed and make sure that everything is firing all on the right cylinders. Remember as well, regular physical activity. Boost your serotonin levels which enhances your mood and overall sense of well-being. It is improving to fight depression, increase your immune system, your health, and it definitely 
helps your self-esteem. I also want you to keep in mind that skinny does not necessarily mean fit and that athletic and powerful and beautiful comes in all different sizes. I know a lot of skinny girls, not fit, not healthy, and I also know a lot of powerful athletic women who are voluptuous and define what sexy is. The most important thing is to be comfortable in your own skin. Make 2020 the year to celebrate your positive attributes, celebrate your individuality while embracing and complimenting other women. A truly powerful woman celebrates the success of other women. If you have any questions or if I can assist you in this journey, you can reach me at lauren at empoweredwithlauren.com. I also would love if you would write a review. It helps us and gets the word out there. Until next time.